0: Now, the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. After more than two weeks, Fairhaven's boil water order has been lifted. State health officials gave the okay over the weekend for residents using the town's water system to stop boiling their tap water before drinking or cooking with it. The order was lifted on Saturday after water samples turned up clean two days in a row. The order had been in place in Fairhaven and the Tritown area since October 6th, when E. coli was found in all four communities' water systems. The Fairhaven Board of Public Works Water Department said traces of the bacteria were first detected in mid-September at the town well on Tinkham Lane. That well had been out of service since E. coli was detected, and a camera investigation revealed the well had a breach to its casing eight feet below the surface. The hole has since been repaired. Even with the boil water order lifted, officials will be adding extra water sampling to ensure the water remains safe. Chlorination and flushing will also continue for an extended period of time. Residents are also advised to flush their water lines and have filters replaced before using the tap water as normal. On Saturday, Fall River residents held a memorial vigil at Heritage State Park for a 14-year-old victim of neglect, starvation, and abuse. David Almond, who was autistic, died one year ago after he was found unresponsive at his Green Street apartment. WJAR-TV reports those who attended the vigil remembered David for his love of swimming and playing sports, and his enjoyment of superheroes like Batman. The news outlet reports his father, John Almond, and John's girlfriend, Jacqueline Coleman, were charged in connection to his death after police said they found the boy in, quote, deplorable conditions. Police told WJAR they found hundreds of bags of drugs in the home and that John Coleman and David's grandmother, who also lived there, all allegedly used heroin and fentanyl. The Department of Children and Families took custody of David's surviving brothers, Michael and Noah. John and Coleman are due back in court next week and are pleading not guilty to multiple charges, including second-degree murder and assault and battery on an elderly or disabled person causing serious bodily injury. Hundreds of people gathered for a candlelight vigil for a young boy from New Hampshire who went missing a month ago and was recently found dead. The Nashua Telegraph reports the vigil was held Sunday in remembrance of five-year-old Elijah Lewis, whose remains were located by authorities Saturday in Woods in Abington. The Office of the Massachusetts Chief Medical Examiner says that the cause of Lewis's death is still under investigation. Lewis's mother, Danielle Dauphinès, and her partner, Joseph Stapf, were arrested and charged a week ago with crimes related to his disappearance. The trial of a Massachusetts man charged with fatally punching another man during a fight outside a Quincy American Legion post nearly three years ago is heading to trial. The Patriot-Ledger reports that Matthew Potter, who faces manslaughter and other charges in connection with the January 2019 death of Chris McCallum, goes on trial starting today. McCallum died from a brain injury a day after the encounter, which his family said occurred as he tried to break up a fight after a concert at the Post. Prosecutors say Potter was the aggressor. Potter's lawyer says his client was the victim of a group assault. In sports, the Patriots are finally celebrating a win at Gillette Stadium. New England rolled to a 54-13 beating over the Jets in Foxborough. The Pats are now 3-4. and four. Meanwhile, the Bruins were able to hang on for a 4-3 win over the Sharks in Boston, and the Celtics picked up their first win of the year with a 107-97 win over the Rockets in Houston. The C's are now 1-2 and two, and will visit the Charlotte Hornets tonight. Now for a look at your local forecast from ABC6.
1: A rainy start to our work week with rain showers impacting the area this morning. This afternoon stays overcast, damp, and breezy with high temperatures around 60 degrees. Steady rain fills back into the area overnight and we have heavy rain and gusty winds impacting the area through the middle of the week. Right now a high wind watch in place for gusts over 40 miles per hour at times and also a flood watch. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chelsea Priest on New Bedford's News Talk
0: Station 1420 WBSM. At the moment it is 56 degrees with a light rain.